I don't think a lack of knowledge about something makes you wrong or bad. Just sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And there were some things that I needed to learn about my extrovert. There were some things that he needed to learn about his introvert because we are each other's people and it matters. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real-life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Welcome back, More Than Small Talk friends. We are continuing our series on loving people like Jesus with our special guest, Richard Eller, counselor and husband to Susie. Susie, tell us something about Richard that delights you and might surprise us. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, I didn't see this coming. So I think I've said this before, but I am always welcome in his presence, Mm. which is really a sweet thing. Like if he's doing something, if he's reading, if he's watching a game, if he's, I mean, whatever, if he's doing his notes after a counseling session, because he comes home at night and does his notes. If I sit beside him, he immediately stops what he's doing and welcomes me into his presence. So that is something that has been from day one. And here we are decades later, and it is still true. So, I love that. Still true. Still Good true. job. Good <laughs> job, y'all. So, so who taught you that, babe? Let's, let's just go there for a minute. Who taught you that? Like, is that just instinctual? I, I really do think it is instinctual. I am better with someone than alone. That's true. That is so true. <laughs> and so true. So lots of people are welcome. Yeah, but I'm but the most you're my welcome. person. I'm your person. Aww. So you're the most welcome. Aww. And that is a great intro to today's topic. <laughs> yes. It is. So we're talking about loving people who are the opposite of us, introverts versus extroverts. And we just so happen to have an expert on this in the studio as well, which is our own Holly Girth. So Holly, I, I want you to talk a little bit about the massive amount of study that you've done on this topic and kind of what it's taught you. Yeah. And I'm excited about having this conversation because we've done introvert based conversations before, but not with an extrovert in the room. That's true. (laughs) Richard is an extrovert. So I'm excited to have a representative (laughs) here with us. But I wrote a book called The Powerful Purpose of Introverts and put years of research and study into it. And some of the big ahas I discovered were being an introvert or extrovert is not a preference. It's not about how much you like small talk or networking events. It is actually wired into our brains and nervous systems. So they can see on brain scans and things like that now how we are designed differently. So that led me to believe that introverts and extroverts are a complementary pairing designed by God. You know, there's so many complementary pairings in the creation story, day and night, land and sea, masculine, feminine, and I believe introvert, extrovert. And then being an introvert or extrovert is not about how much you like people or not. It's about how you engage with your external environment. So introverts tend to be at our best when we are in environments where there is less coming at us and we can Mm -hmm. focus deeply 
extroverts thrive when there's a lot going on and they get a lot of external stimulation. And so those are a few of the big overview ahas. And introverts and extroverts experience happiness differently because of that. Introverts experience it as calm and contentment, Mm -hmm. extroverts as enthusiasm and excitement. And so again, all of us are individual and unique. But in general, those are some of the differences between introverts and extroverts. Wow. Well, that brings us to our confession question. Which are you, introvert or extrovert? And how does that impact your relationships with those who are opposite of that? Okay, I'm definitely an introvert. And I need extroverts because if I'm sitting at a dinner table or I'm eating out and my food comes back and it's wrong, I'm not going to say anything, but the extroverts are going to do that for me. And so (laughs) I think that before it was like, oh, like I'm wrong because I'm not as outgoing or I can walk into a room. And if there's a lot of people, I'm looking for the bathroom or the exit sign. But now I see that, that it's not wrong or right. It's just different. And that my tendency to need to check out at times is healthy, just as much as their need to interact with a bunch of people is healthy. So before it was like, there's something wrong with me because I don't want to be in a crowded room with all these people and just talk to a hundred people. And now I just see, okay, well, like they can talk and I can like just sit there. This is perfect. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely married to an extrovert. I gave birth to two extroverts and one introvert. I remember a story of going to a gymnasium where a basketball game was being played. So I came in, found my seat. I said hello to everybody. I think on the scale of introvert that maybe I'm less introverted maybe than Holly is. We've talked about this a little bit. But I came in, said hello, found my seat. And then this is very common for me. I did not have Richard sit beside me for a very long time. and. I looked out and what he was doing is he was (laughs) making a circle of the whole gymnasium. (laughs) So he was saying hello to everybody who might possibly be sad if they did not get to shake his hand. Because that's how he sees life. (laughs) And it's very different than I do. And then I look over and here's my daughter who came and sat beside me, my other introvert. And I look and I see my other two children. And what are they doing? They are making a round (laughs) gymnasium. And it is so different. So I had to come to understand that this was very much a necessary part of interaction and relationship for three of the humans in my home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I'm an introvert. No surprise there. Um, if you're wondering what you are, I have a quiz on my site. Go to hollygirth.com slash introverts, or there's a little introvert tab, and you can take a one-minute quiz and find out for sure. I've had a lot of people say, all my life, I thought I was an extrovert. I took your quiz and read your book. I'm an introvert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's been interesting, because about half the population is each. But my daughter is an extreme extrovert. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> all of you have met her. You're like, amen, sister. <laughs> And I love that about her. Um, I call her my designated extrovert mm-hmm. so much so that, yes, if we if we're like at Slim Chickens having dinner yeah. and we need to yeah. someone's going to check on the food, she'll literally say, Mom, Dad, 
I'll be your designated extrovert. Yes. <laughs> and then she marches over to the counter and gets it done. Yeah. Or when I go to a conference, I say to one of my friends, will you be my designated extrovert? Mm-hmm. And That's we team fine. up. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, it, and it can be a real gift. It can also be a challenge. Sure. Like Lavelle and I are still trying to figure out like, what is the balance of activity? And if mom's sitting there looking quiet, is something wrong? And I'd have to say, that is my content face. Like yeah. mm-hmm. if I'm yeah. not saying anything and being really still, it means I'm in my happy place. Like yeah. I'm good, you know? And so I think talking about it is important. Um, but I think that we are a good team, introverts and extroverts. Mm-hmm. So we are better together and yeah. that's how God intended it. So yeah. Richard, how about you? I, I find it very interesting, even listening to you guys that without really trying, without reading Holly's book and taking Holly's survey, I mean, I did that and I very quickly found out that I wasn't just making it up that I was an extrovert. (laughs) (laughs) But I've I've worked with people that clearly didn't understand Mm -hmm. that I was going to a training in Philadelphia alone and I would know no one there. Yeah. And that was exciting. Yeah. I really wanted to go and meet these people that were training in the same thing I was. And that would be very interesting. And, you know, and I get there and half of the people from the United States and half of the people from everywhere else in the world. And I got to know many of them. And we didn't have dinner alone. We had dinner together after the training and talked and talked and talked. And I did a lot of the talking. Yeah. But the introverts that I worked with at home, they were like, you really like that. That scares me to think about, you know, it scares me to think about going to Tulsa, much less Philadelphia and all these people. And you don't know any of them. And that's exciting to you. So the way we feel on the inside is extroverts. Mm -hmm. Introverts don't make sense. And interestingly enough, that would be very exciting to me. Okay. I was going to say, same. It, same. it yeah. would be exciting to me as well. And I found the differences <clears throat> when it is related to a role mm-hmm. in which I am engaging in an area, usually my work, that I am very passionate about. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. And so most mm-hmm. introverts have this extrovert streak mm-hmm. that is confusing to them. That they can engage in when they're really passionate about something. Mm-hmm. So like Oprah Winfrey is an introvert, which most people wouldn't guess, but she's really good at listening. And there's a lot of famous people that on the outside, you would think they are not an introvert, but in a certain setting, mm-hmm. they can look like an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Now, if you said to me, I'm going to Philadelphia And all we're going to do is hang out with strangers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like we're just going to lounge around the pool and make small talk. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would be like, no, (laughs) like, no, I'm out. But if it's work related Mm -hmm. and I clearly know my role, my responsibilities, how I need to engage in that situation, then for some reason, it feels different. Yeah, yeah. It does. It mm-hmm. absolutely does because yeah. I'm the same way. Yep. So what, what I want to talk about a little bit is, is maybe some of the conflicts that can come up as a mm-hmm. result of our differences being introvert and extrovert. And you actually clearly just showed one there is we can assume something about the other person because of introvert or extrovert 
And then it's not that way at all. But another thing is, is when Richard and I were dating, and I'm just throwing our life out there, babe. That's all right. (laughs) So we were dating. We went to a wedding together. How long had we been dating? Do you know about that time? Um, It's been a minute since we went to that wedding. (laughs) But I would say less than six months. Okay. So, like, I really knew I loved him, liked him a lot. But I also, we weren't married, we weren't engaged, anything like that. But we went to this wedding and it was his friend. And so it was kind of out in a in a remote area. It was all his buddies that he had grown up with. We walked in the door and, and this I talked about this with the gymnasium, but all of a sudden he was gone. And I'm used to that now. And also I've learned very much that I have something to give to. And so Mm -hmm. I just chat with people and have a great time. But at that time I didn't have those tools. And so he was gone and he was gone for a really long time. And so the next time I saw him was when it was time for the actual wedding. And then after the wedding, he disappeared again. And then it was time to go. And he was so excited and so happy. I was mad. Like I was really, really angry. And I said, you abandoned me. Like I didn't know a soul there. I just stood and I didn't know anybody. I didn't know who to talk to. Everybody was talking to each other because there were all these deep relationships. And then you show up at the end of the night and you're all really, really happy. Well, I'm like, you know, I'm really, really mad. And so that was one of our first pretty big disagreements, right? Yes, it was. It was. And (laughs) I don't know if this is an extrovert trait or a Richard trait, but I was clueless. Oh, you were no, so clueless. That's that's classic. Yeah. But like, no, they they don't know. Like they're like, eh, there's people. And then yeah. you're like, oh, there's people. <laughs> you know? And yeah. And the thing just in my head was There was a ton of people, as you say, there was a ton of people to talk to. And because. Who you had deep relationships with. I I had none. But I had also told some of these people about you. Lots of people that already knew your name. Yeah. Because I'd been talking about it. (laughs) 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 You could have talked to any of those folks in my head. And that is helpful how. (laughs) You could have just talked to them. Because I would have, yeah. you know, and that is and definitely. And so we're seeing this play out in yeah, real yeah, time. Yeah. This is definitely something that can come up with the differences, yeah. especially in relationships that are close where one is extrovert, one is introvert. We had to work through that that night. Um, uh-huh. And you're right. I remember thinking he has no idea. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he literally has no idea yeah. how this impacted me tonight and, and I'm going to let him know. So, and I did. Mm -hmm. So can I ask you some questions? (laughs) (laughs) So as an extrovert Uh and a male, do you look at our time and you're like, Oh, bless. Like, I wish they were more outgoing. I mean, like, how do you view us? Are you like, because I know it's a mystery. He did marry one of us. I know. That's a good sign. (laughs) So, you're on this the hot is, seat. This is coming from, <laughs> from me, question. Jennifer. I don't <laughs> okay. know that I can speak to all extroverts. Yeah. But the thing that I would want to do is 
go find you and talk to you and let you know it's okay. You know, and it was really bad timing. Like at the wedding, I talked to Susie all the time. Yeah. Because we were very oh, seriously you, dating. You need to tread lightly. <laughs> and I talked to all the other people. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I would, as an extrovert, say, you know, well, talk to me. Let's, you know, talk to people, you know, and not only that, Holly is also an introvert. Mm -hmm. So you guys talk to each other. Yeah. So, and you or not. Fine. I, or go <laughs> hide in the bathroom and, and not or speak for an hour. Or find the food table. Like, <laughs> if you would have parked me by the food, I, well, I don't know, in a new situation. But, like, I think I would have been like, oh, you left me, you know. But, like, park me by the food. Like, now we've got tools. But my question <laughs> is, you know, <laughs> park me by the cake table. That's cool. You go talk to people. I'm with the cake. It's fine. Mm -hmm. No, but there is that general thing where you where you go... I, I don't think extroverts do this, but like where we go, what's wrong with us? Because we're not outgoing yeah, like do them. I, do yeah. extroverts think that something's wrong with <laughs> yes, introverts? That's, that's what I want to know. So Sometimes, have, probably. <laughs> having been married for a long time, what I realized is that there just really needed to be some communication. And when I say clueless, I don't think a lack of knowledge about something makes you wrong or bad. Just sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And there were some things that I needed to learn about my extrovert. There were some things that he needed to learn about his introvert because we are each other's people and it matters. And that goes also with my, with my children and with Lavelle and with friends that are extrovert or introvert. And we're not all the same and it's, it's not always the same situation but for me to be able to, I could have very easily have handled that in a different way. But I was also literally a child. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were just dating. But I have le I, I learned over the years to do a couple of different things. One is to understand what fills him up, and to reframe how I thought about it. He wasn't abandoning me. He actually thought I was going to be okay because he believed I could, I would be just fine. But he was literally, there were people he hadn't seen in a long time. and He was excited to catch up. And that's a part of what makes him him. It's actually a part of what drew me to him in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so that was something to learn there. The other thing was, is that I had to learn that I had something to give there as well. And that if him being just a little more conscientious there, instead of just immediately taking off, that's something he can do. But something that I could do, too, and I've learned to do this really well, is for me to find a person mm -hmm. and just start a conversation and see that that person has something of value to give and just to maybe go out of my comfort zone just a little bit. Over the years, I, I would say that I have become, I'm still an introvert, but I, I have absolutely learned how to be an extrovert in situations where it's needed, especially as a speaker, as somebody who travels and I talk and, and everything. So we had a lot of conversations we had to have with each other over the years. We did. We had a lot of conversations and adjusting and really trying to meet each other. Yeah. And that's part of the whole process, you know, Yeah. when you're married. But another thing that in some ways, 
I think I'm um, a recovering extrovert <laughs> in that I see the value now. And part of it's about the line of work that I do. You know, I sit across from people and I'm listening and pouring out and all that stuff. Okay, that works great. But it's my understanding from what I've learned from Holly and her book and Susie and her life and all of that. Introverts need some time alone to fill up. And that's also valuable for me as an extrovert. Mm -hmm. Not just to know it about me, but to give it to you. To give it to myself. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So that's where, you know, I can see that I've changed is it is valuable for me to have some time without people. Yeah, that's good. I think we all need both socializing and solitude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And depending on where we land on that introvert, extrovert continuum, we just need it in different portions. Yeah. But we all need both. Mm -hmm. So, Richard, you're an expert on extroverts because mm -hmm. you have been one and you're a counselor who engages with many of them. Mm -hmm. And so what would you tell us as introverts? What do you feel like would be helpful for us to know about extroverts or even things that might surprise us or assumptions we may have made or just help us understand extroverts better? Well, you know, this probably sounds contradictory to what I just said is sometimes I feel like I need as an extrovert to have some time to fill up and some time alone. But in the big picture, I fill up around people. Mm -hmm. Okay. My wife with her amazing ministry travels. And during that time, that means I'm home alone. Mm -hmm. And he turns into the mm -hmm. mayor. <laughs> That's what yeah. my family says. <laughs> I'm the mayor. So I'm contacting people and saying, and are y'all are eating and... supper tonight? You know? yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll go there. Yeah. You true. know, and I need that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. So understand that the same way that sometimes you need just a book and a blanket mm -hmm. and that's all. Sometimes I need three or four people. Yeah. And yeah. some fun. Or 10 yeah. or 20. Yeah. Or, or 10 or, or 20. Or 100. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One last thing, because I think it's important for introverts to understand this. Is there times where as extroverts, you feel like the need to be have solitude for introverts, does that feel like rejection or if there's communication? Because I, I think that that's important to meet each other where, you know, and so if I'm saying, or we say we need alone time, what do extroverts need to be okay about that? Well, I, extroverts need to learn and it definitely can feel like rejection because I'm presenting all of me mm -hmm. and you want alone time. Yeah. And, and that also can rapidly go into a cycle. Right. Like the more you pursue me and want that when I need some alone time, the more alone time I need. Yeah. And yeah. the more alone time yeah. this introvert needs, that can easily fall into a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's valuable for extroverts to understand that. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about the pursue withdrawal, which is a whole counseling thing. Yeah, that's yeah. counseling terms. Yeah. Can you just explain that in a nutshell? Pursuers pursue seeking connection mm -hmm. 
And when that doesn't happen, they will up the ante. They will try harder. They will come on more. Mm -hmm. And withdrawers are, that's a lot. That's extra. I need some, I need you to not. Yeah. (laughs) And, and then what happens? Yeah. The pursuer pursues more. Right. And the withdrawer said it was extra before, but now it's <laughs> really like, more. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pursuing and withdrawing in, you know, yeah. a very uh, unscientific nutshell. So really? what heals that cycle? What's the alternative to that cycle? The healthy yeah. version mm-hmm. of that cycle? Um, is attunement. Mm-hmm. Is have empathy for what the other person is feeling and communicate that it makes sense that you're backing up mm-hmm. because I'm coming on really strong. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense that you're feeling this way mm-hmm. and communicating that in a way that the other person hears that and understands that you understand. They get it that you get it. And when you come to that point, there's okay. He's not saying that I should or shouldn't. It's just me. So he gets it. I I need that space. I need he he gets it. Mm-hmm. And whenever the other one understands that you get it, then tension lowers. So we've done some of this work, just so you guys know. Yeah. We were part of a marriage. We were actually there to kind of help other couples. But I think that one of the beautiful things that came out of that is it actually was something we were able to work on in our own relationship. So when you say, okay, when you continue to pursue, it makes me think this, this is what I'm saying to myself. Mm-hmm. And this other person says, but when you withdraw and funny enough, listen, I'm actually, when it comes to like disagreements, I'm actually the pursuer and he's the withdrawer. So that can actually change. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. not extrovert, introvert, but in this whole cycle. And and I can say, well, when I'm pursuing and you withdraw or become silent, I feel rejected. Then you you can work through that. Now, Mm -hmm. this, this, this is healing work that's done in counseling. And it's really important. But I think that what, what has helped us as extrovert introvert is honestly to be able to communicate. I totally blew it years ago when I was young and didn't know, but if I could say, Hey, babe, when we walk in and there's a whole lot of people I don't know, and you know, everybody and you're gone, I feel a little abandoned. And so if you could just stay with me and introduce, introduce me to a few people, that would be really helpful. And then Richard on the other side can say, oh, I had no idea. I just thought, you know, you're a strong, confident woman. I knew that you would be fine, but I hear you and I see you. So this is what I can do. And then you come together and it works. Yeah. Yeah. And so we love practical tools and strategies. So like you just said, that's a great one. Okay. If you're going to an event together, then maybe it's like, okay, we're going to stick together the first 30 minutes and then... Are there other tools? Like, do y'all pull out your schedules and say, Susie gets half a day alone on Saturday? And, you know, like, what else? If someone's like, I understand the coming to a place of, I get where you are right now, but how do we actually 
turn that into action in our lives? Have you found things yeah. that work well for you? We ask for it. So, so you decide. for example, I'm going to be speaking this next weekend. I spoke a couple of weekends ago. And so when I get home, I am not ready. Richard might say, hey, you're back. Let's go do this and this and this. And let's go with these people. And I might say, hey, babe, I need 24 hours. I could have 24 hours where I don't have to be because I was just with 500 people all weekend and I loved it. Man, I got to fill back up. So I need 24 hours. This is the deal. If you want to go, 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 go have fun. And I would love that. And so we've learned to to share what we need. And he may say, hey, Suze, um, we've been doing this and this and this, and we haven't had some people time. What do you think about Thursday night? We invite friends over and we have dinner and we go kayaking. And so we've really had to communicate rather than just suffer silently. That's been really helpful for us. Yeah. Well, what I hear is make a specific ask. Yes. Yes. Instead of I need time alone, it's I need 24 hours. Yes. Or I, you keep leaving me all by myself. It's can we have people over on Thursday at six? Yeah. So instead of a general complaint, Mm -hmm. making a specific ask. Yeah. I think that's a great strategy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's doable. It's reasonable and it's doable. And so, and it fills us both up because I really yeah. love doing, I love being with my friends. But when I've just got off a plane, like when I came back last week, I ended up being in the airport. I don't know how many hours, like I was supposed to leave at 3.13. I left at 10.45. I got home at midnight. I mean, and then got home late. I was exhausted mm-hmm. and had been with people all weekend whom I loved. It was a beautiful event. But if I had just jumped right back into, okay, now we're going to go do this and this and be with these, I I would have imploded at some point. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have exploded. And there's a difference. Right. I wouldn't have exploded at him. I wouldn't have inside. I would Mm -hmm. have imploded. I would have just found myself depleted. That's good. Richard, any final words of wisdom for us on this? Well, uh, like I said, I, I think leaning towards that attunement. Having empathy for it, understanding what the other person is feeling and communicating that. Just the, I get it. He gets it that I get it. She Mm -hmm. gets it. She understands. Then that opens up the path to exactly what you said, Holly, of specific ask. You know, you have the attunement. I see you're needing that. So let's do that Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And and you come to really appreciate, I think, yes. the, the extroverts and the yes. introverts in your life. I really, really, really love that the the things that actually drew me to him in the first place have remained true all of these years. But we also have learned to make it a team instead of two solo people living their own lives separately because of differences. We've been able to make that a team effort and it's really strong. Yeah. I told my daughter, I would not change who you are. Yeah. yeah. Not for a minute. You know, no. I would not change mm-hmm. her and we make each other better. And I think that's the beautiful thing about differences is yeah. if we can embrace them, then they make everyone involved a better version of themselves and better in the relationship for the other person too. 100%. 
And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.